Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. And it is go time, Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, this is your host, Philip Randazzo, and I'm super excited because today, of course, it is Monday, which for those of you seasoned veteran listeners know, this is when we release our exclusive one-on-one, never-before-heard interviews with really exceptional guests, thought leaders, people who are accomplishing some really incredible things, and today is no exception. We have the pleasure of hearing from Jason Freeman. And for those of you who don't know Jason, I'm going to get into his bio here. So, um, and bear with me, it's a little bit of a lengthy bio, but it's it's all going to make sense here in a minute. So at birth, Jason created a bit of a ruckus and lost oxygen in the process. As he grew, he developed a one-of-a-kind accent, commonly known as a speech impediment. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, real quick, uh, that little little bit of humor there, you're going to get a lot of that throughout the show. Jason has a, a brilliant sense of humor, and it was, it was a lot of laughs here in this episode. So uh, also as a kid, he had substantial coordination difficulties. For instance, in seventh grade, he actually threw a shot put backwards during a track meet. So Jason spent much of his life sh- strongly disliking not being, you know, quote unquote normal. At least he accomplished a good deal while feeling badly about himself, although he wouldn't recommend this type of motivation. So he graduated with a college degree with a double major in English and social work. He earned a master's of fine art and poetry. And then following that for 10 years, he worked for an organization that served people with developmental disabilities. Uh, This was an extremely rewarding job. On a daily basis, he was seeing uh, the best in other people. And unfortunately, he was still not seeing... Uh, the best in himself. So what he discovered from this extensive research project and self-loathing is that constant self-criticism is draining and destructive. About seven years ago, desperate for a change, he went to a yoga class and then another and another and then lots more after that. He began to fall in love with his body and his voice and this love was definitely not love at first sight. So for those of you who can relate to that, not being in full love with yourself, uh, you, Jason's story is absolutely incredible. Jason now resides in San Diego. He's a public speaker and a bravery coach. He coaches his clients to express themselves with confidence, clarity, and ease. And so Jason was born with cerebral palsy. Um, as you guys will hear throughout the show, um, he does speak with what he calls a one-of-a-kind accent, uh, but it is a speech impediment. But bear with the episode. There are so many nuggets in this show, Jason is very succinct with what he says, and he has nugget after nugget uh, within his words, and he has really, he comes from such a place of wisdom. You can hear it in his voice, you can hear it with what he's sharing with us, that he has really lived this stuff, and he really truly is coming from such a place of wisdom and sincerity. Uh, it was really, really a refreshing conversation with Jason, and I'm glad to share it with you guys today. So without further ado, here is Jason Freeman. You are listening to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. Enjoy the show. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101, the six steps to take you from where you are to where you want to go. This is one of those books that basically takes all the things that are being shared on the podcast, puts them into a practical, applicable form, applicable kind of framework that's going to allow you to pursue your passions, dreams, goals, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your life at this point in time. It's going to take that, put it into a framework, and help you get there. And just for tuning into the show, go to the Rocket Fuel 101 in numbersbook.com, the Rocket Fuel 101book.com put the book in the cart, type in promo code podcast. Once you get to the checkout, you are going to receive 25% off any and all purchases from that site just for tuning into the podcast. Again, go to the rocketfuel101book.com, buy the book, enter promo code podcast. You're going to receive 25% off any and all purchases. This is one of those books that's literally going to transform your thinking. You can see a bunch of testimonials on the site. There's some informational videos and a bunch of goodies there. Check that stuff out. See for yourself what the hype is all about. You want to get yourself a copy. Don't be late to this party. Again, promo code podcast is going to get you 25% off any and all purchases. And I'm just going to say now, enjoy the book because we know you will. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Philip. Yeah, of course. I'm. I, you know, I heard about you through a mutual friend of ours named Jr. And uh, he didn't. He, he couldn't have enough good things to say about you. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to get you on the show. After I heard your story, I was just totally blown away. I checked out your website. Checked out some of your videos. I mean, just wow. I, I could not believe the level that you were achieving at. And so I'm really excited to dive in to your story today. So really. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just taking me and my audience, maybe through a, a short synopsis of, of kind of your life up until this point in time. Yeah, yes. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, my name is Jason Freeman. I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But this is not a Midwestern accent. <laughs> <laughs> what what you're hearing is called a speech impediment. At least I used to think so. I I I've been so so lucky. I I was born with cerebral palsy, but but my parents have always been so so loving, and and they've always seen the the best of me. And but but in about fourth grade, I I st- things started bubbling up, and I I noticed. I mean, I think I always was kind of aware that something was different about me, but in fourth grade, I decided the difference that that I was was not acceptable so, so then i i began began to to fight against the 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 difference fight against my coordination and and voice um and, and to to compensate for the things by 
by trying to be perfect in, in other areas of my life, trying to be perfect in academics and and this led me to to really shut myself off from 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 my my friends, from teachers, from and in in seventh grade, I I attempted suicide, but my heart was in it, and I called for help. And and that call for help was the the beginning of realizing that a I I couldn't do everything thing alone. B and, and B that I I had no idea what I was capable of. And and I had no idea what my my voice and coordination meant to other other people. I mean, I I thought the who I was, the physical limitations were disgusting, but but I wasn't talking to other people. I other other people lo- love the sound of my voice because. Because they, many people connect with my voice in a unique way. But back in seventh grade, when I was in the darkness and confusion, I that was the last thing I could see. So, so from 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 there, and lots of up, ups and in. In downs and kind of the contour of life, I went to college, grad grad school. Um, held held a a job working with people with disabilities for ten years, and then launched in the career I I have now. Yeah, man, that that is just such an incredible story, and for you to go through the ups and downs that you went through. Now, granted. Your ups and downs and my ups and downs are different, and everybody has these different ups and downs, but ultimately, no matter what your circumstance is, people do have these ups and downs. And so, oh, what, yes. So, what would you say to someone, uh, maybe somebody who's listening right now, or someone who will listen to this that's maybe going through uh, maybe a down period of time? What would you say to them to kind of help them get through that? First of all, to know that down periods, periods uh, seem to be a natural part of life uh, as we grow and we learn how to relate to ourselves and other people in the world better. We're, we're going to come across some downs for, for various reasons. And, and then... And then know, know that when you're in a in a down that you're seeing that you're probably seeing the worst in yourself and the worst in the world and and that 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 well you you see that and it seems so real. 
And it's how you're feeling at the moment that that is not all of you. That's that's just just a current perception, and, and that will change. Yeah, I I love that that idea of it just being a perception because you know, like I mentioned, we all go through these periods. I've been through these periods, and it is. It seems like everything that could go wrong does go wrong, and everything mm-hmm. that you know, I, I wasn't feeling good about myself with just seems to be brought to the forefront of everything. Uh, I think that's fantastic advice. And so, you know, in reading your bio, you, you got a double major in college in English and social work, and then you earned your master's um, of fine arts and poetry. I mean, you know, for someone who up until, uh, like you said in your story, seventh grade, who didn't really have a, a solid view of themselves, I mean, what was the what was the biggest thing you learned about yourself going through the process of getting that double major and then getting that master's degree? First of all, I I have to really give give praise to my my folks. They they just always always saw me as, as this wonderful person. So so they they instilled in me that. That I could go to college, I I could succeed, I I could get a master's, and then what what I I learned from the experience of college and grad school was was twofold. I I learned from the rigors of that that I I do have a a really good, good mind, and I am very creative. But then I also came to to rely on on getting good grades and and being smart for my my sense of of identity, my sense that I was okay in the world, and and I. I got to be horribly out of balance. For for example, I went to the college gym on my own to work out maybe once during college. Huh. I mean, I would walk around town a lot, but but my my stance towards fit, physical activity was other than walking was to do as little as as possible because like in a basketball game it's my 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 um coordination differences become very very apparent very fast gotcha as the basketball hits my glasses and Oh, no. And it's good for the glasses shop, but it's not <laughs> so good for the ego. The ego or the the, the wallet. <laughs> or, or the wallet, definitely. Okay, so now, and I know, you know, through reading uh, on your website and your bio, now that you're actively involved in physical fitness, so what what changed in that realm? So I, you said that you went from, you had this mentality of, you know, I'll walk, but I want to do as little physical activity as possible. And now, um, you know, you're actively involved in yoga and it seems like physical fitness is a big part 
of who you are. So what, what kind of changed or what mindset shift did you have? Um, (laughs) that desperation help. (laughs) You, you see, I, I graduated from grad school, but I, I didn't, I knew I didn't want to teach poetry. So I was, Bag in Sioux Falls, working the the same job I had for ten years, and even though it was a great job, it it just was not what what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. It was January, miserably cold out, and I thought, is this the reality I want to live in? To be be miserably stressed out for the rest of my life and not know what to do. And I remember some people had suggested yoga. So I walked down to the YMCA, got a membership, went to my first yoga class, and and that teacher, I'm so, so grateful, beyond grateful to her. She not only offered me modifications, so I could do the class. She took the time to invite me back, and and that changed everything. Yeah, that and that's something that I've found in my life as well, and, and not just particular to yoga, but exercise in general. So for any of you listening who haven't picked up an exercise program or, or some form of movement um, on a daily, weekly basis, you you really do need to do so because it does kind of trickle down into all these other areas uh, of our life. And, uh, you know, Jason, so I I can imagine that Sioux Falls is one of the more freezing places uh, in the country. But now, uh, you know, you chose a a much better climate in uh, in San Diego. Um, So congratulations on that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you worked this job that, like you said, for 10 years. Um, What, and I know you said that, you know, you were overly stressed out and, and, you didn't. You kept asking yourself, "Is this the reality I want to live in?" So, what? What? When did you make the the change? And what was that day, or what was that decision like for you? I mean, you know, we've uh, we've all made some pretty big life decisions in our life. Uh, you know, each and every one of us ha- has these types of decisions to make, um, and they're never easy decisions. They're always very nerve wracking. They're always very stressful. So, what was that like for you to make this huge decision to say, "Okay, I'm going to stop working at this job." that I've worked at for 10 years and I'm going to go take on this new venture. The the decision was twofold, Philip, was twofold. I, the biggest part of the decision actually was, was um, putting in my notice at the, at the job. Mm. There was so much much steadiness to that. Not, not, not only the the paycheck, but but I I knew the work. I was good at it. I knew a lot of my coworkers. I knew a lot of the the clients who lived in the homes, and I knew them really well. It was a huge part of who I was, and. And I had this opportunity to to join forces with with two amazing people, Dan and Joe in Sioux Falls, 
and work with them doing um, laughter, yoga, and speaking type of things. And and I I don't know. I just weigh the pros and cons over and over again. And but at the end, the uh, the 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 possibility of adventure and the possibility of impacting people in a new way. Let let me to put in my two week notice and and take off on a journey that I didn't have a slight, the slightest clue of what, what it would be like. I thought I kind of knew, but, but <laughs> I, knew at, I knew basically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as we, all, we all think we know, but we, we really have no clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now you're doing a lot of speaking and you do some coaching. And so what, what was you know, your first speaking engagement like? Because I've done a, a few speaking engagements and they can be very nerve-wracking as well. So you know, what gave you this prompting that you wanted to speak and what was your first speaking engagement like? I, I had spoken some like in high school and college, but my, my first actual speaking engagement I was speaking at a I got an opportunity to speak at a national laughter yoga conference and if you listeners have never heard of laughter yoga check it out on YouTube it's it's a hoot actually <laughs> so, so just check it out but be so on the conference was in Colorado, and me before I got up, the usual fears that that had kept me quiet for so long came up. Who would want to hear my story? Would would people walk out? Blah 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 blah. <laughs> but but then I got up and I started speaking. And as I looked at the audience, I I noticed that they they didn't have angry expressions on their faces, but in fact that they were laughing with me. That there were some tears. And and the the talk was really it was moving to all of us. And afterwards, after the hugs and and applause and all that i i'm like hmm maybe i have this all wrong maybe this voice the maybe this voice in this story that i've so detested for so long i mean could it be could it be one of my biggest gifts and and that 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 and and the answer was was yes, and and once I knew I had this really unexpected gift, the next thing was to use it and use it, and that there's been again lots of ups and downs since then, but but now I'm gaining lots of momentum and and. And audiences are really resonating with with 
what I have to share, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah, that man, that's that's incredible. And so, um, Jason, what is the the next thing that you're really excited uh, that you're working on right now? Is it you know to continue speaking? Is it your coaching? Are you branching out to do something new? What's that? What's that one next thing that you're really really excited about? The one. <laughs> Such a, such a hard question, Bob. And it could be a couple. Oh, great. It can be either be a couple. So the the, the speaking is is here huge. I I want to get get out the message that people are not alone, that that they 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 can call for help at really tough times in life. That that it's possible to view their limits as gifts and live from that place. So the speaking is huge to high school students, college students, corporate America conventions, and then I love the coaching too. I'm. I'm currently coaching people to to tell their own story story with confidence, clarity, and, and ease. And and my clients are having having breakthroughs, and that's just really fun. And then and then I'm an English person, and I've been chasing this book around, just. Chasing it all over hither and yon, and and it's time to to get it out and 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 then be awesome if it went on the New Year best times bestseller list and all that. So, so those are three things. Awesome. Uh, and and when when is that book coming out? Do you have a release date yet? Uh. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay. All oh, right. I, I wish I could could tell you like a release date, but but no, not not yet. That's all right. Well, we will definitely uh, keep our listeners up to date on that uh, because definitely a book that I'm going to pick up, and I'm sure lots of our listeners will want to as well. So, Jason, that brings us now to our rapid fire portion of the show. So, my first question for you is: When you think of the word success. Who is the first person that comes to mind and why? My 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 dad's the the first person. He he's a very successful noologist, but he's also been a great father and he's also a great writer and and from him I I really really have gotten home. How a person indeed can have it all in the, their life and, and bring balance to the, their various interests and passions and, and vocations. Yeah, that's, man, no better answer to success than that right there. And so, Jason, is there a book or maybe a couple books that you tend to recommend to other people or gift to other people? The the book I'm currently passionate about, if any of your listeners are a life coach or a coach of, of, of 
I guess, I mean, not a, not a sports coach, but you know what I mean. Yep, yep. The, the book I would recommend, and I just read it this morning, is uh, The Prosperous Coach by Steve Chandler, in which Litvin, and, and it's just, as I read it, it's just delivering insight after insight. Perfect. The Prosperous Coach, I will definitely make sure to link to that in the show notes. And then, Jason, is there any online resources that you recommend to people like podcasts or YouTube channels, etc.? I'm so inspired by, by a, a mutual friend who you mentioned, J.R. Rivas. He, he started the, this podcast, Wigs to which. No, sorry, Wigs to Niches just a short while ago, and he's already interviewing exceptional people, taking the podcast up the ranks, and and he he just asks amazing questions. Yeah. So, Really good podcast. Awesome, yeah, and we we've actually interviewed Jr. for this show as well. That that uh, that episode will be coming out shortly for you listeners. Uh, you guys will get a taste of who Jr. is and uh, the level of stuff he's doing. Really great interview, and yes, his show is fantastic. We'll be linking to that as well. So, Jason, if you had to get rid of every single part of your daily routine, but you could only keep one part of that routine, what would that one part be? No, and this is an easy question. <laughs> it's that one part would be yoga at Pilgrimage of the Heart in San Diego. I I love my yoga studio. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, awesome. don't get me going because we will be talking <laughs> another hour on that. That that's a whole other podcast in itself. Yeah, I I totally agree. The exercise is so critical, and and even for you listeners who. Maybe you think you don't have the body to go to the gym or you don't have the strength to start. Just start by walking. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Just start by moving at all. And I promise you, you're going to feel better. You're going to start to see some results. And then you can think about getting into the gym and all that good stuff. But I totally agree with you, Jason. It's all about movement and exercise. And yoga is definitely a fantastic way to do that. So, Jason, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find out more about you and what you're up to? Where? What are your links, uh, social media, et cetera? The place to start is jasonwfreeman.com. My my website, jasonwfreeman.com. Perfect. All right. So you guys heard it. Jason W. Freeman spelled exactly how it sounds. Uh, Check him out there. There's some incredible videos on his site, a lot of information. Um, You'll definitely want to check that out. Jason, uh, we always end the show with our guests sharing one of their favorite quotes. So uh, what is the quote that you have prepared for us today? Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited about this because I love this quote. This quote by Marion Williamson gives me goosebumps every time I read read it. And it goes like this. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask, who... Am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who 
Who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You are playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Man, there is no better way to end the show. Jason, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. I know I've learned a ton just from talking to you for this short time today, and I know that I, our listeners uh, have learned a ton as well. Thanks again. Yeah, welcome. Um, and thanks, Phil. It's, it's been a pleasure to be on the EO Mastermind. Yeah, of course. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We will see you next time. If you guys enjoyed that episode, please let us know. Find us at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We're going to be at Yield Mastermind on all those platforms. Check out our website, yieldmastermind.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those platforms. Please reach out to us. Let us know if you like the show. Let us know if you're loving the content. Please write us a review on iTunes if you feel the desire to. We really appreciate hearing from our audience and really understanding if you guys are loving what you're hearing or if you guys would like to hear something totally different. We're always open to that stuff. Thanks for listening. We hope you are enjoying this show as much as we are, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next time time.